Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Gumshoe Gamboo Presents Cowboy Bebop, a watch-along show where we give each episode the space it needs to spread its wings and fly. Today we will be watching episode two, Stray Dog Strut. Please enjoy the show. The name of this episode should have been Space Corgi, and that's how we're going to open up this fucking episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, why do you? Can you give me a, a reason why you think that should have been the name of the episode? I can't. Uh, because there was a space corgi in it. Great episode. Very funny. Big fan a, of the space corgi. <laughs> a data dog. Data dog. Will. Hell yeah. I think they call him Data later. I think that might be be his name when it's all said and done. Do they really? I think they call him Ein because that's Fuck. His name. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Hey, you know what's awesome <laughs> is that I'm sitting here recording this podcast talking about the space puppy. And uh-huh. my icon on Discord's my puppy. Can you see him? No, I'm in a different room. So. Ah, shit. Oh well. If I really, I've I've been trying to explain this to you for weeks now, but my computer's outside of my recording room, which is my closet. Well, that's so. gonna be a problem because you should be in the room closest to your computer where you can see a picture of my puppy. Bandit, he's right there. He's so cute. I've I've seen your puppy many times in person and out of person. He's so cute. Um, quick quick getting away from the app just super 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 fast my girlfriend's entered my dog onto animal tumblr it's like an app where animals compete for the cutest app or the cutest uh, animal in a region and he rose from like 568th to number six in like 24 hours because he's so fucking cute sounds abhorrent i really i i'm, I'm into it so um <laughs> Let's talk about the episode. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this episode. Yeah, man, we're blasting these out. I'm super happy. So, where do we see our heroes when we open, Griffin? We're in the ship. Right? We're in the ship. We're, we're in introduced the ship. to our new show. There's like a bounty hunter TV show that just tells you about bounties. So apparently, yeah, what's it like, called? Most Wanted, something like that. Yeah, apparently, there's like a million fucking bounty hunters in the future because there's like a whole show dedicated to it. So it really comes back. Three hundred thousand of them is what he says. Yeah. And they're talking about a new criminal who is a wanted man anyways, but apparently this dude's whole thing is that he's a pet thief, which I think is probably the coolest future job I can think of. I uh, I think that it's a pretty cool job. I think there are definitely cooler jobs that you could have in space. Say you could be like an asteroid janitor or uh, an asteroid marauder or an astronaut or you could do what everybody else is doing and just be a bounty hunter because there's a fucking thousand bounty hunters in the Alternatively, future. Alternatively, yes, bounty hunter. Well, okay, there's three hundred thousand specifically. There's or something like close. Three hundred thousand million bounty hunters in the future. He literally says in the episode more than once. There are yeah, three hundred thousand. But like they don't know what they're talking about. Oh, okay. You know, know you've got the inside scoop on the Bebop about. bounty verse. Yeah. So we get to find out about this new pet thief. He's the most wanted man in the universe. And, and so he's of once, course, worth a bunch of money. Yeah, so of course Spike's after that dude. He's after that that guy because he wants all that money. Boy, that's the core premise of the show, ain't it? Ain't it? And uh, and so they, they go down to Mars in this episode. Yes, but first they get a little information from a doctor that did plastic surgery on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for a little cash, it forms Spike and Jet that he got plastic surgery. This is what he looks like now. Two, he's got a big old briefcase in it. He's got a big, big old briefcase with him. 
So look out for those two things. So his name is, what is it? It's Hakeem Rashid or, or something along those lines. It's one of those one of those sounding names. And he's now, and I don't know if he changed his name after his, his, um, his plastic surgery where he uh, now looks like a black man when before he looked like a Japanese man. Yeah, but his name know. is certainly certainly fits the bill. This is very good plastic surgery too. Yeah, extremely. Well, it is space after all. They're That's excellent true. at everything in space. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he probably changed his name because yeah, it would be not? weird if an African American individual had the name Shigeru Miyamoto. There would, would be nothing be wrong with that, but it's it would possible, stand out. But yeah, un- less likely. Less likely. Yeah, I would support it with every fiber of my being. But with that being said, if you want to go incognito, <laughs> Look, in we're the all, crowd, I think we're on Mars. We're good for. I mean, I think things are a little different on Mars. Social dynamics, perhaps. Yeah, I'm just saying, you want to blend in the crowd. You shouldn't be six foot three African American Shigeru Miyamoto. So they go down looking for this guy, um, and he's already gotten himself in some trouble down on you Mars. S- you see, he, he got his uh, his suitcase swiped by a local thug. A local yeah, he's busy making ruffian. somebody drink a cockroach, so it's hard to feel too bad for him. <laughs> he's yeah. a criminal already, <laughs> and he's making this dude drink a cockroach, and then somebody swipes his, his briefcase, but is then extremely disappointed when he finds out that this briefcase isn't full of money. It isn't full of, of gold. It's full of the greatest treasure in the world, the little furry friend. It's, it's uh, filled with man's best friend. This guy's in a fan like I am. He's definitely not putting this furry friend up on an app where no. he can compete with other cute animals. No, you see, they uh, they eat they eat dogs in the show because they talk about it a lot. They talk about eating. Yeah, dogs. so I assume that they do because they frequently talk about salting and eating this 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 <laughs> specific dog. So he takes the dog to a well known pet shop. In an attempt to sell it, because he assumes it must be a special dog. It's in hey, a briefcase. How do you know that the pet shop is well known? Is that just a nice little bit of flavor from you? Or what? Is that that somebody... pet shop's well known? Well, doesn't yeah. Spike later interrogate somebody, and the guy's like, "If you're looking for a an illegal puppy, you better hit up old lady's illegal puppy shop down on Seventeenth Street." <laughs> uh, oh, maybe that does. I do remember something like that. I couldn't remember if it was like famous or not. But hey, you fuck. I, paid I was just I asking if you did episode. it or if it was part of the show. Yeah. Anyways, so um, I think that the name of the shop is Old Lady's Illegal Pup Shop. Okay. But even this lady won't take this puppy. So Not so for a lot worth, of money. It's worth two wulongs. Yeah. This cute puppers. That's, That's like, not very much money. No, it's not at all. And this is kind of a fat dog. And if they eat dogs, I'm just going out on a limb and saying you can't buy that much meat I was gonna for say. two oolongs. It, it seemed like a disproportionate pricing thing. Out here, dogs are pretty expensive, especially them purebreds. This is yeah. a, a Welsh corgi, but she says, hardly uncommon. So maybe things, I couldn't buy again, a fucking Welsh corgi here on planet Earth for that. What do you I think the Mars... Welsh corgi and Welsh for that. What do you think the king and queen of Mars, what's their royal pet? Because corgis are pretty well-known in England for being, like, you know, royal, mm. royal dogs. If I was going to take a dog to Mars... It would probably be a basset hound because he blends because he blends right in with the earth. Yeah, and Mars. plus it's a, it's a ridiculous looking dog, so you can assume you know it looks like the kind of dog you'd have on Mars. Like you could convince people after a while that it was a, that Martian it was a Mars dog, dog specifically yeah. bred for Mars. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, anyways, so this lady won't sell the pupper for a lot, but it's okay because Spike shows up in the middle and is like, "Well, you're not going to sell that puppy." 
Because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you in the face. And the guy's like, why would you shoot me in the face? And he's like, because your second plastic surgery didn't fool me after all. You're not black. You went right back to being Asian. <laughs> and then he realizes he's got the wrong man. Because? Uh, I actually don't know what convinced him that it was the wrong man. Yeah, let me think about that. <laughs> well, I, I do want to point oh, out shit, that real quick. The yeah, reason... Yeah. The reason that he thinks that this guy is the is the individual he's after is because of the briefcase. Right. He spots the briefcase, and so he automatically yeah. assumes. Yeah, he doesn't just start, like, holding up random people on the street. This show is a little, a little better than that. Well, I forgot, but it's hardly important. What's, what matters is that he thinks he's got the wrong man, so he walks away at the, around cool, the same time. But it's cool, because then the right man shows up. Right, exactly. The right man yeah. shows up, and he's like, I'll be taking that fucko. And uh, and the guy's like, what? And then the dog jumps on Hakeem or Rock Rock. What's his fucking name? Now I'm the Kareem no, Abdul-Jabbar. Can't remember it. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar jumps on his face. The gunshot fires. The animals go crazy. And Spike's like, huh? Huh? And then he turns around and he sees him. He's like, holy shit, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I gotta get an autograph. And he starts chasing him. He's like, holy fuck, this guy's had the most points in the NBA for like a million years. Follow him after that man. Okay, so here I'll make a point that's an actual observation about the show. But I really liked in this chase scene how, um, first of all, I thought the dudes in the van were funny. I liked their little dialogue. Yeah, actually, I wrote down a couple little funny things here. <laughs> and, uh, but additionally, I liked the way that it showed the personality of the character spike as he's like going through on this chase the way he interacts with everything so he's just sort of like jumps on top of the cars and he vaults this fence and you have the guys behind him sort of contrasting what a normal guy would look like um and then he like busts right through someone's game of go with no consideration things like that so you get a nice it's it's um implicitly sort of painting the character of spike you know again yeah we also this is a funny episode and we get some good dialogue here so um jet is wait is this the part where he's tracking no no no, that's a little later on the episode okay we'll we'll get there but yeah here's where we first see how funny the guys in the truck are they have a golden line right after this chase so there's a (laughs) chase um spike ends up cutting off Kareem and the Corgi at a bridge. Once again, I think this shows a little of his personality. He's just a little ahead of the tilt, man. He's clever. He's smart. Heads him off at the bridge. They get into a little kung fu battle. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is holding his own against our guy Spike. But it doesn't matter because halfway through the fight, the Corgi leaps from the bridge onto a boat. This Corgi has some self-preservation skills, which I find quite impressive. His decision-making may be inscrutable, but it does work out for the best. So he truly is a, a data dog, apparently, with his big old brain. Yeah. I'm a data dog. I'm the top data dog. That's a pretty good, like, screen name, don't you think? Data dog. That is, that's actually pretty good. You know it's been taken because a lot of people like Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good, though. I'm sure. So um, they jump, both of them, onto the boat, try to get the uh, data dog, and... Then it jumps onto Spike, the, and he falls into the river while the dude gets carried off on the boat because he got, like, yeah, and he's into pissed, a big bucket because he crabs. got the dog, not the dude that's worth, like, a bunch of Wulong. 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 I hope it's Wulong, and I'm not just correcting you like an asshole. It's worth a bunch of bucks. It's worth a bunch of big dineros. It's worth quite a bit of dog meat. And so... He goes back um, to the ship right after this. Yeah, and he yeah, and they put jet. a tracker on the dog. Quite, I actually thought very smart. They put a tracker on the dog. They pretty much... Or Jet 
puts a tracker on the dog. There's no they at this point. It's just Spike and Jet, and this is Jet's plan. And he sends Spike back out there like a fucking sitting duck, like a like a decoy. Get out there, walk that dog around until he finds you. Yeah, and Which then he does. Uh, well, what happens is that there is this again a third party, just like in the previous episode, sort of pursuing the criminal as well. Not the yeah, police. Yeah, two guys in a dog catching van. Right, and uh, they turn on the dog whistle. Uh, oh yeah, but yeah. before first, first good line. This is when the episode started getting really funny. I mean, you could tell from the beginning it wasn't like a serious episode. Yeah. But first, Jet's sitting back in the uh, ship. He's tracking him on a little laptop, and he's like, "Just wait. Just gonna walk Spike around. No one's ever gonna see it. It's then he's gonna come for that dog." And then he's like, "Dog eat dog." And just the way he says <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. And then we cut to the dudes in the van. Who are talking about turning on the dog whistle? Would you like to run through that with me, real quick? He's like, activate the dog whistle, and the guy's like, it's gonna you, cause a rubble. That's right. Oh wait, hold up. We may need to use the dog whistle, and he's like, wait a minute, not the dog whistle. Do you know how dangerous that could be? Are you waiting for me to finish this? Because I didn't write it down. Like, you oh did. yeah, I was waiting for you to do. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, then they are like, oh well, I don't hear anything. And one of them goes, yeah, that's because it's a high-frequency sound. And he's like, oh, I know. I, I knew that. I didn't really do says, that scene justice. He says, I was just testing you. And then I went, ha, 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 It was funny. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't uh, – A, that wasn't a funny joke when I retold it. <laughs> B, anybody that listens to this first and then goes and watches oh, watches the show won't laugh because I ruined it. You did. By you actually killed that. Podcast. Now this episode is bad because of what you did to it. Fuck. That's all right. We'll get it in ep- we'll get it in episode in 3. Episode 3 um, we'll retell all the jokes in explicit detail. It'll be great. And as deadpan as we can, blow by blow. So, they turn on the dog whistle. It summons all the dogs. Um Kareem Abdul-Jabbar decided to fuck off of his tough job and just have a fortune teller help him. So he's letting a fortune telling canary hop back and forth on tiles to tell him what he's doing. Which is very cute. Um, meanwhile, as he's doing this, the dogs all run behind him. It's quite comical. And he looks up and he's like, oh, fuck, there's my dog. And he goes off after him. A chase ensues. Spike gets in the big old ship like he did last time. Aw, yeah. Um, he's like moments away from catching Kareem and taking him back to the Bucks. And becoming a millionaire. Yeah. Um, this is actually a story about how Kareem Abdul-Jabbar escaped in free agency to the Lakers, <laughs> and Spike's after him to take him back to Milwaukee, hey, back to the colds sport of Milwaukee. Jokes. Sport jokes. You guys all appreciate Everyone those. loves sports jokes. Yeah, I know. We're going to – man, if we can nail the divide between anime fans and sports fans, we're going to have a diverse and wide audience. Here's the thing. Here's what I think our podcast really needs to be. We need to talk about sports a lot more. Um, we need to summarize the episodes without giving any of our own actual – uh, input and then we need to explain all the jokes. I think if we can nail that trifecta, uh, we can hardly stop ourselves from shooting to the top of the iTunes charts. I agree with that. Um, so I need to. Well, maybe we need to supply some more blow by blow of every single minute of this episode. <laughs> I think so. Here, help me. There's out five minutes of the episode left. I think we need at least five minutes of the podcast, minute per minute. We'll we'll give it a blow right. by blow. Uh, we'll just. Why don't we just reenact the whole thing ourselves? Okay, let's do Okay, let's so, do then, so then Spike right Spike goes like this. And and that's his um And then the guy in the in the car, Kareem's like, 
and he's like, oh shit and then oh, Spike starts smashing me. his and car then, like bah, 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 like that and then, and then you and I will be the guys in the van and they're like oh we can't let him get away here fire at him bang get bang, him. bang oh wait hold up before they go bang they gotta go and roll down the window now they lean out now all the wind's hitting them in the face okay bang here's bang. an important thing we forgot to so we, let's go back in time and then keep reenacting the episode uh, just kidding. Please don't. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, long story short. Dude scoops up um, Ayn, the- by the way, the little doggy at first. Um, he, like, neutralizes him with some kind of spray. He gets him in his car, drives off. Spike and the other people are chasing him. Spike, like, starts banging on his car with his ship and, like, crunches the top all Bang, up. bang. And then the corgi wakes up and he's like, what? Oh, fuck this. Fuck this human. And he goes over and he crashes the car and throws himself out the window, is which actually is very brave <laughs> for a dog whose legs are only three okay, inches long. Okay, here's the thing. They're speeding down the highway, right? Dog, yeah. first of all, fucks up the car by like jumping on the wheel and then jumps out the window, hits a pole. So he's like, yeah, as he gets smacked, brave. going like hella fast, right? Then Spike turns his ship around to catch hella. him falling out of the air. The dog lands on his windshield off this bridge, like onto a hard surface. It's just like, Bleh! and presumably <laughs> uninjured. So I, I think, I don't know for sure. Is he a dog, you dumb son of a bitch? Is he like a superhuman dog? <laughs> Yeah, he's a data dog. I, okay. Do you know That's what a data dog is? I don't. I actually don't. Exactly. All right. So, long story short, Spike fucked up. They don't get any money. They didn't get the bounty, but they did get a cute puppy. That's now their puppers. Yep. That is what happens in this episode. This is the episode that sets up the getting of the dog, and uh, and the yeah, adding their first you know, crew. All memory. animes have to follow the trend of you got to do like your first within your first ten episodes. You have to collect your motley crew. Of various friends and allies. Though we have still yet to get, and this is like the fucking cardinal rule of anime to me. Our bucks. There will babe. always be, there will always be a, an enemy, who is a, a hard boss-like character, uh-huh. who then two episodes later joins the group. Oh, I heard, I know who I'm that is. For that. It's show. coming, and it's coming. Huh? It's coming up ahead in the show. I actually know who that character. Yeah, is. it always fucking happens, dude. It's amazing. Well, that was uh, episode two. What would you think on the whole of the episode? thought it was pretty fucking funny. You know, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't quite as artistic as the first episode, but, I mean, it was amusing, and once again, I wanted to watch episode three. It was definitely, yeah, it's uh, still compelling enough, a little bit more filler feeling. Um, The first one was like a nice, it was like a pilot, right? A little bit self-contained, and you got a nice little arc as you go through it. This one was a much more lighthearted, for sure. Yep, definitely. I agree with that. But funny and amusing and still had great music. And we got a new dog character, which dogs brighten my day in person or on the screen, either way. We got a new doggo. I'm so glad they're going to name him Bandit, too. I'm so excited for when they name him Bandit. Well, we can just call him Bandit if that'll make you feel better. Move him up well, on that. Well, but they also name him Bandit in the show. Oh, okay. It's remarkable. In most fiction, they name their dogs Bandit. Man, you're solving all kinds of literary mysteries today. I am. Uh, Griffin, let's fuck off. This is supposed to be short. All right. Let's, let's fuck off out all of All right. Here. Bye, guys. See you next week. Thank you for listening to our show. If you liked it, we'd love if you could review our show on iTunes or whatever podcast app you have. If you want to get in contact with us, feel free to send us an email at gumshoegambaroo at gmail.com or alternatively, tweet at us using the handle at gumshoegambaroo or with the hashtag gumshoegambaroo. Who knows? We might even read it on the show. <laughs>